Hey there, everybody. This is the Friends Indeed podcast. So glad you're joining in today. I'm Rabbi Joshua Levine Grader, Executive Director here at Friends Indeed. We are an interfaith organization that uh, provides supportive services to meet basic human needs so our homeless and at-risk neighbors can rebuild their lives. And everything we do uh, is about compassion, connection, and dignity. And I'm really glad that uh, you are tuning in uh, to check out this episode. So I am uh, recording this uh, during the holiday of Passover. Uh, so depending on when you uh, listen to this, um, it has a Passover uh, theme to it. And um, I'm thinking about the messages of Passover, some of them, and how it relates to the challenges that we're facing here in our city of Pasadena to do anything different about helping uh, people either get off the street or to give them uh, more services uh, in creative ways, even if we can't uh, get them off the streets uh, just yet. So if you don't know the story of Passover, it's our Jewish, in the Jewish tradition, the most important holiday, even if you thought uh, Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur is, um, but it's one of our three major festivals. And it tells the story of the Israelites leaving slavery in Egypt, in Mitzrayim, and, uh, you know, famously put down in the great uh, gospel tune, essentially, go down Moses and tell old Pharaoh to let my people go. And at the Seder, the, the ritual meal that, uh, that folks have uh, around their tables, uh, we read about uh, this story, and we read lots of interesting uh, commentary and, and uh, words from our tradition that uh, remind us that not only are we leaving the slavery of Egypt thousands of years ago, but in every generation... We ourselves are meant to see how it is that we can leave, in Hebrew, Mitzrayim, uh, it's translated as Egypt, but it really means uh, the narrow place. How can we leave the narrow places? And the concept of liberation, of liberating ourselves from narrow places narrow thinking, narrow ideas. And we can apply that to any aspect of our lives. And that's one of the messages of this holiday. And I want to, to apply it to the work that we do here at Friends Indeed and the work of so many of our partners, uh, not only in this city, but all around the country uh, who are focused on helping the most needy, whether they are unhoused, unsheltered, whether they are facing eviction, whether they are living in poverty, food insecurity, uh, any number of, of things that are causing uh, distress uh, in their lives. And so many amazing people, thousands and thousands of people who do this work every day. I want to share some ideas specifically for 
our community here, but uh, I do get inspired by looking at other communities and seeing just uh, how creative and how um, you know immensely uh, positive some cities are finding their way towards solutions. And I want to use the theme, the metaphor, the idea of liberation, of being liberated from narrow places, from unhardening our hearts, from getting unstuck. And so let's, uh, let's take a few things here in our city. How can we get liberated from the idea that empty buildings, empty storefronts, long-standing empty commercial property, which we are seeing uh, around the country is a, is a huge issue, especially post-COVID with so many people working remotely. Commercial property values uh, and are going down and availability is going way up. So how do we liberate ourselves from the idea that if there is empty space, that it can only be used for some sort of business, some sort of higher-end residential condos, apartments, and not use it for interim housing, permanent supportive housing, bridge housing, shelter. We're still looking for a uh, bad weather shelter. And uh, there's an idea that we would love to have it not just in winter, but what happens in summer, what happens all year round. Where could we find a space uh, to do that amongst the empty buildings? So how can we free ourselves? How can we be liberated so that we can see the nursing home on North Fair Oaks, just above Washington, that is sitting empty and has been sitting empty since the middle of COVID. It is in perfectly fine shape, but uh, the owner is not being uh, pushed to sell it. The council member of that district, Mr. Hampton, doesn't appear to be interested in wanting to talk about having using that space from our perspective, friends, indeed, what if we could put 45 unsheltered, unhoused women right in there? It's ready to go. Put them right in, provide services, and uh, that would cut the number of unhoused women in Pasadena in half. How can we free ourselves, liberate ourselves, let my people go so that we could use that place? Emerge from the narrow thinking, the narrow place. How can we free ourselves, emerging from the narrowness, to stop letting the Julia Morgan YWCA building that's been sitting empty for at least 20 years, if not more. I've been living here 20 years, and it's been empty that whole time. It is now rotting. Some people, I think, do live in there, and it is completely unsafe for habitation, but can't seem to get any traction on 
remodeling and building permanent supportive housing or a center for mental health with housing available. It's a huge building and it's sitting empty because there's no political will in order to make a demand that that building, which I've heard talked about for decades, for making that something useful, even while keeping the historical architecture that is required. But being a historical building should not prevent us from doing something historical in regards to human lives inside the building. Keep the historical, beautiful architecture outside. Let's do something historical inside. Let's free ourselves from the narrow place. There's motels that we've been working with that are very interested in long-term leases for their uh, properties so that we could have interim or bridge housing in these motels, but apparently we're not able to enter into a long-term lease. The city, the government, is not going to pay that, uh, that funding. And let's, let's, let's put it into some perspective here. We just finished the bad weather shelter season, and it's looking like to have 3,000 nights for 120 people over three months, it's coming close to $450,000 just for three months. The motel that I know wants to have a long-term lease is interested in getting rent of $2 million or so a year. They have 70 rooms, and it would be year-round. We could have people in there every day for the entire year, going for the next 10 years, a long-term lease. So rather than spend almost half a million dollars for three months, we could spend $2 million and have people in there all the time interim housing for the entire year. It seems like a no-brainer financially. And it would require money for services. It would require money for uh, providing case management. But how can we free our minds from the narrow places that, to do something different? To do something different. Because we continue to have the same conversations. And this holiday of ours, Passover, is about, it's about the hard decisions. Transitions are hard. Throughout the Bible, the Israelites want to go back to Egypt. Because freedom is hard. Transition is hard. Making something new is hard when you've had something so familiar for hundreds of years, even if that new thing ultimately will be better, it's still hard. And so we're stuck in the narrow place of 
Well, that's not the right solution for us here in Pasadena. We, we tried once to do the motel, and that didn't work. We don't want to force anyone uh, in any district to, to have a, a nursing home uh, get turned into permanent supportive housing because people don't want that. How can we get out of the narrow place of NIMBY, not in my backyard? Not in my backyard is probably the deepest narrow place. The Egypt of Egypts, of Mitzrayim, narrow, because it just says, nope, the way we've been thinking, the way we've been operating, that's just the only way to be. And I'm not going to have my mind opened in order to try something new in my very nice neighborhood. Put it somewhere else, even though some of the nicest permanent supportive housing opportunities here in the city, Mars Place, and now the brand new, uh, almost ready to be opened, Hope Center of Salvation Army. Beautiful, beautiful buildings. Going to be homes for people who are formerly homeless. How do we get out of the narrow place of thinking that everyone who's homeless is, wants to be homeless, is a drug addict, is mentally ill, is, is dangerous, is criminal? Homelessness is a housing problem. There's a new book that's out that I've been starting to make my way through that really articulates the lack of knowledge of why homelessness exists in this country and feeling that that narrow place that people want to be homeless, people can't do it on their own. We, they're left behind. Drug addicts, criminals, severely mentally ill people. All of those things might be true, but it is the small minority. And it's the ones that you see on the streets that fit those descriptions that are only a small percentage of the people that we're talking about who are facing homelessness. You don't see the people living 10 to a room. You don't see the kids who are sleeping on floors of neighbors or family members while they're trying to go to school. You don't see the people who are living in their car, parked in a nondescript place so as to not be bothered. We just see the people who are in the tents on the street, and those are the people that frighten us, even though they're human beings just like us. We're stuck in narrow places. That's really the message I had for this episode, is how can we push our elected officials to, and our neighbors, to take the journey from the narrow place to the expansive place, to the place where we can 
do something perhaps out of our comfort zone in order to have things better for the whole community. To stop saying, I want this to go away. I want this to change. Of course I want to help people. Of course I don't like to see mothers with small children on the street. Of course I don't like to see senior citizens who are sleeping on bus benches. Then if you don't want that and you don't like to see that, then you have to, we have to do something different. We have to get out of the narrow place into something more expansive. And trust me, is it going to be easy? No. Are we going to want to maybe go back after we try because it's not easy? Perhaps. But I tell you, I promise you, if you look at other cities, and if you look at places in our own city where we've had success we can do it. We've already done it. Other cities in this country are doing it. Leaving the narrow place. That's the message of this holiday. And that's, I think that's a message of how we need to approach and we need to push. And we can't take no for an answer. We can't just say, oh, well, yeah, we tried that. Or, oh, I understand. You don't want to do that, or you'd rather have that place be somewhere uh, more, more wealthy or fancier. I will tell you, there's a, been a property sitting empty down the street from one of our offices here on Friends Indeed on Lake Avenue, in addition to the Kaiser property that I hope something's going to happen with that's been sitting empty also for 18 plus years perfect prime place. I hope something's going to happen with that. But there was a property, it was an old fast food restaurant that had been sitting empty for years. And now, rather than having a push to make something of meaning for this community, housing, bridge, interim, a mental health facility, something that would benefit those who are walking up and down this street, pulling their carts, sleeping in tents, wandering around in the rain, in the heat. What are we getting? A Chick-fil-A. Now, don't get me started on, on, on the politics of Chick-fil-A. It could be anything. But that's what we're getting. And I'm sure that's really needed because right across the street is a McDonald's, right next door to the McDonald's is a Del Taco, right across the street from the Chick-fil-A is a Kentucky Fried Chicken, and you got a Starbucks in there, got another taco place, so right in a little square, right on that street, Del Taco, McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Starbucks, and now Chick-fil-A. Just what the community needed. Another fast food restaurant right 50 feet from three other fast food restaurants. But hey, that's capitalism, right? That's capitalism. All right, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. This is the Friends Indeed podcast. Thanks for being here. Stay with us. 
So we are super excited for our Mayor's Interfaith Prayer Breakfast. It is the 50th annual, so extra special. It's going to be May 4th, 7.30 a.m. at the Pasadena Convention Center. It's always a beautiful morning of connection, community, spirituality, prayer, and uh, a way to uh, join together uh, and to thrive, as uh, the Mayor is calling this year's theme, Together We Thrive in Pasadena. So tickets and sponsorships are available. Uh, you can go to our website, friendsindeedpas.org. And we're also really excited that the featured presentation uh, this year is Urban Voices Project. It's a Skid Row Community Choir. They're going to sing and uh, talk, and their presentation will humanize the face of homelessness and demonstrate the healing power of the arts. So please join us May 4th for the Pasadena Mayor's Interfaith Prayer Breakfast. We hope to see you there. So uh, welcome back. There is another aspect of the Passover Seder that I want to uh, use here for the uh, final uh, moments, and that is uh, of the ten plagues, and in particular, the ninth plague, which is the plague of darkness. And there's a lot of commentary around why is darkness a plague. And honestly, you have to look at it from a more spiritual perspective because we could be afraid of the dark and we might uh, find ourselves, um, you know, in, in fear um, if there's no light. But in comparison to the other plagues, uh, this one doesn't seem to be uh, that scary. And so uh, I've, I heard a, a teaching uh, that I want to share with you um, in relationship to that plague, darkness, and how it relates to homelessness and poverty. And it's from a colleague of mine, uh, Rabbi Stephen Leader, who is the senior rabbi uh, at Wilshire Boulevard Temple here in Los Angeles. So let's hear what uh, Rabbi Leader says about darkness and homelessness. This is how the Bible describes the ninth plague of the Passover story. So Moses stretched out his hand toward the sky and total darkness covered all Egypt for three days. They did not see each other and no one rose from underneath it. From underneath what? What is it that keeps us from really seeing each other? We fail to truly see others when we cannot rise above our own assumptions. We turn a blind eye to the possibility that we are wrong about another person. And that is the darkest plague of all. The Hebrew Bible's word for Egypt, Mitzrayim, comes from the word narrow. True liberation comes when we transcend our narrow-mindedness, throw off the shackles of hubris, and step into the light of empathy. We meet most people in the second act of their lives. We have no idea what happened to them in the first or what will happen in the third. My own anxieties and flaws and the confessions I hear on what I call the couch of tears in my study have taught me to think twice before casting dark shadows on people. I discovered a beautiful Hasidic blessing when studying about the plague of darkness. I keep it taped above my computer at home. That blessing simply says, just as you have judged me favorably, so may God judge you favorably. 
Isn't that what we all want? For the judge to get up from his or her own place and stand in ours to be seen for who we are at our best? And if that is what we want, can't we grant that same liberating, darkness-defying compassion to others? I say amen to Rabbi Leader's comments and teaching. I appreciate uh, his succinctness and how he talks about the uh, plague of darkness, another aspect of the Passover Seder, in addition, uh, obviously, to the uh, liberation and leaving the narrow places. So I hope this uh, gives you something to think about. And uh, if you are wanting to do something different, the best way to do it is to go to your city council member, go to city council meetings and say, I want to do something different. I want to liberate ourselves from narrow thinking. I want to turn an empty nursing home into a place for women experiencing homelessness to have have a place to go as an interim housing option. I want to turn the Julia Morgan building from a rotting, decrepit embarrassment, really, a blot, into something that could be so magnificent, not only on the outside, but magnificent on the inside in terms of transitioning uh, people's lives off the street. How about St. Luke's Hospital? I didn't mention that, uh, but St. Luke's Hospital over on Washington uh, been sitting empty also for almost 20 years. Can't seem to get to want the owner of that property uh, to do anything in terms of selling it. Uh, But that's hundreds of available rooms uh, in a hospital setting that has all kinds of uh, perfectly perfectly functioning uh, utilities, obviously a cafeteria, offices, and uh, rooms already set up, showers, bathrooms. So uh, what are we waiting for on that property? Let's leave the narrow places. Let's find a way to liberate, to get out of the darkness into an expansive light. And hopefully, maybe by next Passover, we'll have made some progress. We can only hope. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Friends Indeed podcast. I really appreciate you uh, joining in today and listening. If you liked what you heard, please do share it uh, with family and friends. If you want to learn more about what we do at Friends Indeed, you can visit our website, friendsindeedpas.org. You can follow us on social media. And uh, we'd love to have you uh, join us in in our mission. So uh, be in touch, reach out, share this, and uh, help be a part of uh, what we're doing to try and make our community a more compassionate, loving, dignified place uh, for all people, housed and unhoused. So I'm Rabbi Joshua Levine Grader. Appreciate you being here, and we'll see you next time.